Welcome to AudioPie's English Literature and Language Show. You can dip into huge chunks of over 19 series for free and learn on the go. Happy listening, everyone. Hello there, and welcome back to Audio Pie's series for GCSE English Language. We left off last time with the next two words for your spelling list. Let's see how your memorising skills are coming along. The first word was conscious. I'll give you a moment to spell it out loud or write it down. The spelling for conscious is C O N. S C I O U S, and the second word was disguise. Again, we'll give you a moment to spell it out. And the correct letters are D I S G U I S E. How did you do? Don't worry if you haven't got them perfect yet. Just keep them all noted down so that you can revisit them and practice the spelling. In this podcast, we're going to go through the rest of the punctuation things you need to know for your exam and presentation. We looked at full stops, commas, and apostrophes last time. And now we'll start with exclamation marks and question marks. We put an exclamation mark at the end of a sentence to show anger, like "I'm going to kill you," or shock. Someone stole my phone. Or surprise. I can't believe. You passed your driving test. And then we use a question mark to show a sentence is a question, like "What's your name?" or "Are you coming to my party?" I know that a lot of you often write on social media or messages and put a long line of exclamation marks or twenty question marks, and that's fine. But don't do it in your exam. Just use one. All right? We still get the idea. Now, round brackets. Those two curved lines you put either side of a word or phrase. We use these inside a sentence and put extra information or description inside them. For example, my sentence is: Our car is really old and it makes loud noises. But I also want to tell you that my dad refuses to buy a new one, so I would write it like this: Our car is really old. Bracket. Dad refuses to buy a new one. Bracket and it makes loud noises. Instead of using brackets here, you could use two dashes instead. They work in exactly the same way. And just for your information, a pair of dashes is called parenthesis. Then, if you have your brackets at the end of the sentence, you put the full stop after the second bracket, like this: Our car is really old and it makes loud noises. Bracket, which is so embarrassing. Bracket, full stop. And if the extra information is at the end of the sentence, you can put a dash instead of a comma. For example, our car is really old and it makes loud noises. Dash, which is so embarrassing. Exactly. Like the exclamation mark and question marks, don't go overboard and use them in every sentence. Just once or twice is great to show you know how to use them. Now onto ellipsis. This is a set of three dots in a row, which replaces speech or words. It's usually clear from the rest of the sentence what the missing words are. It is often used in speech to show when the speaker trails off. Maybe the writer doesn't want the character to actually say what they're thinking, 
or they want you to fill in the blank yourself. It's a technique you can use in your own writing. When we speak to each other, we often don't finish sentences, and this is a way of recreating that. An example is, I don't really want to go to this party because... Dot, dot, dot. Maybe the speaker doesn't want to be rude, or the writer wants you to decide why for yourself. Try not to use ellipsis to finish a sentence, because the reader might think you just didn't know what to write, which looks bad. It's best to use it in the middle of a sentence. If you want to put it at the end of a speech, write something afterwards to show you're creating a scene. For example, I don't really want to go to his party... Dot, dot, dot. She looked worried. So then we have colons and semicolons. A colon is when you have two dots, one above the other. We use them to insert a list. For example, I felt so full I had eaten everything in the kitchen. Colon. Half a loaf of bread, three packets of crisps, a bar of chocolate, two bananas and a carrot. That's a lot of food. <laughs> Between each of these things in that list, I can put a comma or a semicolon. A semicolon is a dot with a comma directly underneath it. Another way we use semicolons is to link two sentences that are directly connected. For example, I'm really tired, semicolon, I'm going to bed. The first part is the direct reason for the second part. They also make your writing look good. So have a go at using them, but make sure it's not all the time. And last but not least, speech marks. We use them to show when a character is speaking out loud. We don't use them if the character is speaking only to the reader, or if we are reading their thoughts. They look like two tiny lines next to each other at the top of the line. We put them directly around the words that the character says. For example, Annie looked at her parents. Speech marks. I promise I'll be back on time. Speech marks. If the speaker is introduced before the speech, there is a comma just before the first speech marks, like this. Annie looked at her parents. Comma. Speech marks. I promise I'll be back on time. Speech marks. And if the speaker is revealed after the speech, the comma goes at the end of the speech, before the second speech marks. Speech marks. I promise I'll be back on time. Comma. Speech marks. Annie looked at her parents. The sentence inside the speech marks always starts with a capital letter. But any verb that comes directly after the speech marks doesn't have a capital. Like... Speech marks, I promise I'll be back on time, comma, speech marks, said Annie to her parents. The said starts with a small letter. And that covers all of the punctuation things you need to know for your writing. We've looked at exclamation marks and question marks. Remember, just use one at a time, this isn't Twitter. Then round brackets and dashes for adding extra information or description. Ellipsis. The set of three dots to replace words or speech. Colons and semicolons for lists. And semicolons to link two sentences that are directly connected. Speech marks to show what a character is saying out loud. And finally, we're going to go and do the two words for our spelling list. Grab a pen or your phone and note them down. The first one is embarrass. I always forget the double R in this one. So it's E-M-B-A-R-R. R-A-S-S. The second one is familiar. F-A-M-I-L-I-A-R. And that's it. Thanks very much for tuning in and join us next time for Grammar. Cheerio.
We hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to search for and listen to the next episode in the series to build your topic knowledge. Hit the Acast Plus link in the show description to become a premium supporter and unlock access to every episode in every series for as long as you need. We also make GCSE and A-level content for history, RE, sociology and psychology. Happy listening, everyone.